Hi out there. I'm Pat Foley, and I'd like to welcome you to my show, Artbeat Northwest. Each week, we talk with folks from the performing arts or the visual arts, and this week we're talking about youth summer programs and camps at Village Theater in Issaquah called Kids Stage. Here with us are Janet Cole Hamilton, who is in charge of Kids Stage Issaquah camps and classes, and Joel Arpin, who is Kids Stage production manager. Welcome to the show, Janet and Joel. Thank you very much. Thank you for having us. Great. We're glad you could stop by. But before we get started with the interview, uh, we got to talk about some interesting things on the visual arts scene. Now, as far as visual arts goes now, uh, opening May 12th at the Fry Art Museum is Toward Impressionism. Now, Impressionism was a reviled avant-garde movement, but somewhere down the line, popular taste did at 180, and the works of Degas, Renoir, and Monet came to the forefront and are still beloved today. And in this Fry show, you can get a better sense of the... Uh, Mixed Impressionist Works uh, from the Musée des Beaux-Arts in France, and they're mixed in with pieces from the Fry collection. Now, the Fry's were collecting European art at about the same time that the Impressionists were emerging, and they could have bought Impressionist art, but they never did. And so you can now see at least a mix of these and sort of a contrast between that and the European art that the Fries collected. And, uh, you know, if they had only bought some of that Impressionist art, their collection's value today would certainly have been enhanced. <laughs> Go see it. It's going to be interesting. And then there's uh, another thing going on. Michael C. Spafford, uh, who is the one that, you know, did the Olympia murals in 1981. Uh, uh, they were controversial. That was, you know, in the... Uh, uh, house chambers, they were controversial, they were draped, they were removed, they reside now at Centralia College. <laughs> he is being honored uh, now at uh, Greg Cusera, Woodside Braceth, and Davidson Galleries until May 26th. And one of the reasons for this is there is an epic work by Bruce Gunther coming out. It's coming out June 11th about Michael C. Spafford, a very well-known and very wonderful artist from our area. We'll be back shortly talking about youth camps and classes and plays this coming summer at Kid Stage at Village Theater in Issaquah. What color blue is in the sky today? Did you see that sunset? How can I paint that? These are just a few of the things you'll learn by taking an art class at the Kirkland Arts Center. Spring class registration is open now, and it's the perfect time to learn a new skill in drawing, glass mosaic, fiber art, collage, and so much more. Learn from professional art instructors at the Eastside's number one arts learning community. Register now for classes continuing through May and June. At KAC, we believe in the power of the arts to transform and inspire. Learn more online at kirklandartcenter.org. Giving local voices a chance to shine. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Art Beat Northwest. 
We're here talking with Jana Cole Hamilton and Joel Arpin about kids' stage and youth camps and classes and productions this coming summer. And first of all, let's talk about your classes uh, under kids' stage. And Janet, you're in charge of that. So uh, what do you have uh, on the docket that's interesting? Well, for Village Theater Kids Stage classes and camps, we have summer camps from June 11th through August 17th. And most weeks we have a camp for every age from age 4 to 18. We have week-long day camps, half day and whole day. The half day camps tend to be for fifth grade and younger, and the full day camps tend to be for sixth grade and older. We have musical theater camps. We have acting camps. Um, a lot of families ask the difference between musical theater and acting camps if they're not familiar with what musical theater is. So musical theater, we, we know musicals like Annie or Hairspray or Newsies. Um, and we are taking those themes and exploring storytelling through our acting, our singing, our dancing all together. In our acting camps, our, our camps are themed. We have some themed on Harry Potter. We have some themed on, um, you noted, a, a preschool camp that's themed on My Little Pony, which has great themes about friendship. And we have acting camps themed on A Wrinkle in Time or Star Wars. And in those, we're learning about storytelling purely through our acting, our big gestures, our body language, projecting our voices, creating stories with our friends. Um, and usually in those, in our acting camps, we're creating our own scripts very frequently, whereas in our musical theater camps, we might be, we're usually using published material uh, from an existing musical. There is one camp this summer that I am really excited about, and it is called Akio Musical it is for 6th through ninth graders. It's towards the end of the summer, and it's an all-day musical theater camp where students are going to create their own musical based on a Harry Potter theme. Wonderful. And I noticed that all of your classes, instead of saying, oh, this is a beginning acting class or something, you know, they all have these wonderful themes that you can just envision these kids saying, oh, I want to be in with Harry Potter or My Little Pony or Whatever, you know, exactly. I mean, it just looks so appealing. Yeah. And so they learn all these skills. But what's your mission? I mean, you must have other ideas about what you want to accomplish with oh, sure. these kids. Our tagline is skills for theater, skills for life. And I always say that I completely embrace this motto. Um, we are in every single camp or class, any offering that we're doing, including productions, we are really emphasizing the life skills that students are getting while they're learning theater skills. So while they're learning how to project their voices in a theater and they're learning stage directions, they're stage right from their stage left, they're down from up. They're also learning about how to um, speak up for themselves and be heard in any sort of setting. So when they go to public speaking in school or when they're going out on the job market, how to sit down for an interview um, they're learning how to collaborate with their peers to create a story. They're learning how to say yes and to one another. So instead of saying, no, that's not my idea, I'm not doing that, they're saying, yes, let's do that idea and I can add on to it. Oh, and I can add on to that and I can add on to that. And so the story evolves. That, those are usually the most important skills that, that I hold dear for students to come to our classes. Oh, I love that spirit of cooperation that you're, yeah. you're you know, fostering right yeah. there. And I, that's very important, especially for, you know, young kids. It's uh, something they need to learn. Yeah. And 
I feel like we don't have a lot of examples of people cooperating right now in the world. <laughs> and we need more. <laughs> I always ask before every camp, every class we do ends in a sharing. It's an informal peek into what the classroom setting has been like. It is in our usually in our theater space, although our youngest students might be doing it in their classroom space. And we invite family and friends to come see what they've been working on for the whole week. They share games and um, activities that they do regularly each camp day. And then they usually bring it all together with a story that they've been collaborating on the whole time or songs that they've been learning, songs and dances they've been learning. And I always ask the parents, hey, how many of you have been in a situation where you were working with people who didn't know how to collaborate? And every time, every single adult in the room hands their, <laughs> yeah. raises their hand. Yeah. I have been there. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, we think that's important. So that's really something we emphasize in our programming. Now, talk about collaboration. Let's talk about the longer term production that you have. Sure. That uh, in addition to the, the just one week classes, yeah. they have this longer term production. Yeah. Uh, how's that going to work? Well, we do have we do offer one production camp in, in Issaquah. We offer one production camp a summer. It's a two week long experience where it's um, half days the first week and then it's full days the second week. And it ends in the full performance of this summer. We're doing the Lion King kids. Um, the kids means it's a 30 minute version of the Lion King story. And um, we are working from beginning to end with the full script of that show. And so it's a great uh, hybrid. It's a great way for students who um, are not quite ready to audition for our productions, but to get an idea of what a production experience is like. So um, our productions, if I, I'm segueing into Joel a little bit, sorry. <laughs> I used to wear the production manager hat, so sorry. Um, you know, certain productions in our program are open to third graders and above. And sometimes we've had, you know, first or second graders, parents say, what do you have for a first or second grader? Well, we don't have a production yet. We're still making sure they love this, that they enjoy this. Right. And the most important thing when they get into productions and getting into auditioning is one that they're ready for that audition experience to be alone with a bunch of people watching them, that they're ready to be told no. Oh, is anybody ever ready for or, that? Or perhaps worse, <laughs> Yes, not the part you wanted. Oh, uh-huh. And then that they're ready for the rigor of the rehearsal schedule. So a production camp, when they're registered for the production camp, everybody is getting a part in that show. Oh, good. So the, <laughs> so the answer is not going to be no, but it might be yes, not the part you wanted. Right. Because that's just the way it goes. Um, and then they get to go through what a rehearsal schedule is like in an abbreviated format for a short show. They're also going to be learning some of the principles of how do we think about costumes? How do we think about a set and props? And if and so that some of them may actually discover that that they love this but they don't love the performance aspect of it. They're actually more interested in some of the other creative endeavors that they can do in theater. The production camp is is unique in our camps in that all of our camps are open to anybody to t- to sign up for. However, the production camp has prerequisites that they have to have taken at least two camps at Kid Stage or have equivalent experience somewhere else if they've done shows in their school or in their church. And so that is the one and only camp that they have to parents have to call us to register for. They can't just sign up for it online. So do you have on this uh, production, mm-hmm. uh, do you actually have a show from this that people, yeah. that their parents can come and that see? That their parents can come see, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Parents, family, and friends, we do it in, uh, in that last day of camp in the afternoon. And 
we do have costumes and we do have some lights and it's and it's scaled down from what our full productions would be by quite a lot. Uh-huh. But it's still scaled up from what our other camps are like. So it they take the basic a lot of basic classes yeah. and then if they've taken them for a while then they want to get into this yeah. production camp. Yeah. Which this year's already full, right? Yeah, there's one. <laughs> but there there's was lots one of room spot in the left when I looked this morning. Oh, one spot less. Oh, call in. Yeah. <laughs> get online. Get that. Get that spot. Anyway, uh, let's talk now uh, about some of your kid stage productions, and so that's uh, your bailiwick, yes, uh, Joel. Uh, why don't you uh, talk about what you're doing? Yeah, so we have uh, two productions coming up this summer. We're doing Sister Act, based off of the movie from the 90s with Whoopi Goldberg. Um, And that is for our teenagers from 16 to 20. Um, And that is part of our summer independent program, which is our kind of, I I would say, our unique program, production program, um, that kind of separates us out from other youth organizations as it's completely student-driven. So it's student actors, student designers, student directors. Everything is student-done between the ages of 16 and 25. Uh, and that's kind of unique because it gives them kind of the reins. And they have mentors, uh, professionals who oversee them, but they're in charge of everything from the casting to the staging to uh, the building. All of it is student done. Wow, that's impressive. But you do have professionals that are guiding and mentoring. Correct. So that leads into our other production that we're doing this summer, which is Shrek the Musical. Um, and that one is professional designed and directed, but student performed. Um, so it's third grade through age 18, just people who have just graduated high school uh, for that, for actors. And then all of the design positions are professionals around the Seattle area who come and direct and design and uh, put the show together. Well, we're going to talk about more of that, but it's already time for a break. Uh, we're here talking about kids stage and youth camps and classes at Village Theater in Issaquah. Stay tuned for more on Artbeat Northwest. We'll be right back. From new exhibitions to community events, Bellevue Arts Museum is always new, always different, and always exciting. Through August 10th, check out Posada, Jose Guadalupe Posada and the Mexican Penny Press. Known as the father of modern Mexican art, Posada is famous for his popular and satirical representations of calaveras or skeletons in lively guises. On Saturday, July 14th, join us for the Artful Evening, BAM's most fun, festive, and important fundraising event of the year. With over 300 community leaders and friends attending, Artful Evening is the party of the summer and helps fund world-class exhibitions and essential community programming throughout the year. More at BellevueArts.org. Get inspired every hour right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. We're here talking with Jana Cole Hamilton and Joel Arpin about kids stage and youth camps and classes this summer. And we're talking about Joel's part, which is putting on some productions. And let me ask you, too, a general question. Like, you have a lot of people helping you with your stage productions and with your teaching. What kind of teachers, where do you get your teachers in your classes? Oh, we get them from all over the Seattle area. Um, Shrek this summer is being directed by Timothy McEwen Pigay, who is uh, one of the professors at Cornish down in Seattle. Ah. Uh, so he teaches the university there, teaches a lot of our students and uh, um, other students in the area. Um, and often on our main stage, too. 
Um, I know, Janet, we were talking earlier and you said that you have Jessica Scarrett is teaching for us. Jessica Scarrett's teaching several mm-hmm. of our um, preschool age camps this summer. Yeah. And she's currently on stage in Everett in String. And, and she's been in so many productions. Yes, she's she such has. a wonderful actor. And she grew up in the Kids Stage program also. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. I had that's... no idea. I know she's related to Tom Scarrett. Yep. Who I... Yeah. That's another great thing is that a lot of our teachers and production staff. Um, yeah, myself because, included. Because, yeah, because mm-hmm. Kids Stage has been around long enough that we have a lot of professionals in our program all, who grew up in the program and, you know, perform on the main stage, perform in other theaters around Seattle and are still teaching artists and want to teach with us or be part of the production team. So also, as far as your arts education goes, you're talking about your teachers, you also have interns. And uh, that sounds like a really great program for teenagers. What what are your qualifications, and who do you recruit for that yeah. program? Uh, we have lots of different levels of interns, which is nice, because you know there's uh, most people, when they think of theater, they think of acting, uh, and they think of performing. But there's so many other positions that are options during to participate in the show. Uh, and so we have what we consider our, or what we call our TAP program or our theater apprentice program. Uh, and that is for students in high school who are interested in learning about the backstage opportunities that they can have on a show that may have no experience whatsoever in oh. there. Um, and so we offer those in places like our costume shop and in our prop shop and in our paint shop, which allows them to work with our village theater professionals um, and learn how to build or paint or sew, or all those sort of things backstage. Um, and then we talked a little bit about the summer independent program earlier. That is another internship opportunity for our older students who are a little bit more experienced, um, have done this maybe a couple times or are studying it in college. Um, and then we have some positions that are also working on our uh, shows themselves. Uh, those are tend to be things like stage management or production management, which would be working directly with me over the summer. Um, as my intern. And then we also have our arts education interns, which work with Janet all summer. Yeah, so I we recruit for arts education interns people who want to be uh, teachers or want to have being a teaching artist be part of what they're doing because maybe they want to be performers and they want to be something else. And um, we have an interview process, and our arts education interns are working in summer camps for the entire summer. They start off, they work, they're working with professionals every week, and they start off in mostly an observation capacity, and then they are working up through the summer till they're leading activities each day. And by the end of the summer, they have designed a curriculum, and they execute it themselves as the lead teacher in the, in the classroom with the master teacher being the cooperating, supportive teacher. So they go from observation to leading a camp by the end of the summer in oh. 10 weeks. Wonderful. What a wonderful mm-hmm. transition. And, you know, the transition is from my little pony at age uh, kindergarten yep. to getting into being an intern. Now, let me ask you about a couple of other things. Now, I know that you have opportunities for students who play an instrument and that may fit into an orchestra, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you talk a little bit about that program? Yeah, so, you know, in doing a musical, obviously, you have to have a band or an orchestra to play the music for you. Uh, And both of our summer shows offer orchestra opportunities for students. Um, Typically, we start at 14. It allows students who started in middle school playing, have played a couple years, um, have learned some of the more difficult skills in playing an instrument uh, to be able to then work alongside professionals and play in the pit, uh, learn the music. It's a very short process. They typically have three rehearsals before they um, join the actors on stage. Um, and so it, it requires a certain level of skill, but it's, they get 
the opportunity to play with people who do all the shows around the area. So play at places like Village Theater uh, on our main stage. Those folks come and play with us as well. Um, okay, so you have professional musicians playing with these uh, students. Correct. For mm-hmm. your summer uh, shows. Yeah. Oh, well, that sounds like a great opportunity. Now, how about dancers? I know every musical needs dancers, and we haven't really talked about dancers yet. Dancers become part of the musical cast through the audition process. They get the skills they need to be successful in those auditions through taking classes, either with Kid Stage or elsewhere. And we do have dance classes that are happening regularly on Saturdays in the summer. And then we also have a, t- a Wednesday, Tuesday and Wednesday class. So if you want jazz, if you want ballet, or you want tap, we've got classes for you in the summer. You have such a wide assortment of classes. Now, there's one more thing, and it was called Summer Stock. Mm-hmm. Uh What's that all about? Yeah, so Summerstock, uh, that's Shrek. That's what we're doing this summer. Oh, that, our, that's the Shrek you talked right, about. Right, yeah. It's, it's our big production that we do every year. So it's the one show that Kid Stage gets to perform on the Village Theater main stage um, with all of the resources of Village Theater basically focused on us um, because, you know, the main stage season is on a hiatus during the summer. Um, their last show this year is going to be Hairspray, and then once that closes, then we take over. Uh, and we take over all the whole theater, all the classes take over, uh, productions are in there. We got those uh, both summer stock and summer independent running at the same time. Uh, so we do everything over the summer in that space. And they, al- also you have one production you talked about where the student really is totally in charge. Yeah. Uh, an intern. Mm-hmm. Which one would that, that be? That's our summer independent production, which is Sister Act this summer. Oh, Okay. Mm-hmm. And have you already picked who's in charge, or how does yeah, that work? Yeah, so uh, at the beginning of the, or the end, excuse me, of the summer, students come forward with a proposal of a show that they would like to do. And so they ah. get a group together and say, hey, we, we really want to do this show. Um, and they sit down with me and my boss, Susie Bixler, and um, our executive producer and our artistic director of Village Theater, and they say, this is the show we want to do, and this is why we want to do this show, and this is how we think it benefits our community, it's how it benefits Village Theater, and it's how it's going to benefit me as an individual artist. Uh, and usually we get like three or four of those proposals a summer, and we go through and we uh, pick which one we think is going to be the most beneficial uh, for our program and for our students. And then they work on that show all year round until they have auditions in the following May, uh, and then all the way up until performances in July. And uh, then the process starts all over again at the end of the summer again. So that's a huge commitment. So that yeah. must be uh, students who are really looking for a professional career. Correct. And that's kind of the idea of the program is that this is, for, this is like a rare opportunity for young designers, young directors to be able to put on a show. Uh, oftentimes, you know, you're, you're forced to do very small scale things um, or your, your opportunities are at school or you're working as an assistant on a larger production, this is a chance where those students really get the opportunity to lead the entire process all on their own. And that program is really the history of Kid Stage. That is where Kid mm-hmm. Stage started, is with students, um, high school-age students, and saying, you don't have a show in the summer. Can we do a show? And the theater saying, yes, you can. And that was Brian Yorkie, who now has a Pulitzer for Next to Normal. Wow. So that's how it all started, and yeah. then you went... Yeah down to to doing the uh, uh, pre-K to K yeah. and after that. Yes. So they were trying to recruit people for their own show. Which exactly. You, right. you know, I mean, that's kind of the way you'd think it might yeah. start. And it's kind of a cute story. How long ago was that? 
Oh, gosh. Now I don't know. <laughs> I want to say it was the uh, early 90s. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I may, maybe um, like, almost 30 years ago. Yeah, almost. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. This has been going on, but I'm sure it's just been growing and yeah. growing. It really has, and it's expanded because Summer Independent really was the first kids' stage show. Um, but now we have two locations, Everett and Issaquah, and each location does five shows. So that's 10 shows in total, and that doesn't even include our training program, our institute program, or all the classes that we do during the summer. Now, Janet, you were with the Everett program for some time. Is that as extensive as the one uh, in Issaquah? It is almost as extensive as the one in Issaquah. Um, It has almost as many camps, almost as many students, and it's really grown very quickly, particularly in the last four or five years. And uh, they have... There's a couple of, di- they do exactly the same summer shows. They, they have a summer independent show also and a summer stock show. They also have an outdoor show in the summer. So they're doing three shows in the summer. Um, but they don't do the originals program where students write their own musical. That is a right now an Issaquah program only. Oh, we didn't originals. even talk about that one. No. Well, yeah. let's talk about the originals program. I don't even know about that one. Yeah, that's our, uh, it happens during the school year. Uh, we actually just closed the, this year's production. Um, which was called Sincerely Yours. Uh, and it is, it's is—it's a very unique program. Uh, we mentioned Brian Yorkey. He's actually the founder of that program as well. So the student writes the entire play? Correct. And, and then, yeah. oh, okay, uh, tell was, me about it. Uh, so this year we did Sincerely Yours, and Sincerely Yours was a show uh, about World War II uh, and women coming home from World War II. And it was written by five female writers who wrote the entire show. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. There were seven wonderful. female writers. Oh, okay. but yeah, uh, they wrote the entire thing from the music to the script, um, just all of them, uh, with and, a little bit of mentorship. But and then it was performed on stage correct, at the yeah. Village Theater. Mm-hmm. It's gone. It's been two years in the running. Uh, first year we did a stage reading, which was no costumes, very minimal lights, um, and them having scripts in hand. And then this year we did what we call a de- de- developmental production, um, which added lights, costumes, sets, um, and memorized scripts. So, so much going on at Kid Stage at Village Theater. Uh, check out their website. Uh, what's the website? VillageKidStage.org. VillageKidStage.org. And you need to sign up really soon because uh, classes, uh, places in classes are going really fast. And we've got auditions coming up in May, May 12th, 13th, 14th, and 15th. Okay, and Thank you so much, Janet and Joel, for coming in and sharing all your information uh, about youth programs at Kid Stage at Village Theater. And now uh, it's time to start thinking about those popular summer programs and sign up now so the kids don't miss out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Be sure to listen in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. drive time for our Artbeat Northwest for news and views of the Pacific Northwest art scene. I'm Pat Pally signing off on Alternative Talk 1150. Have a great creative week.